0: You're listening to Rhema for Today.
1: And I tell him to begin with, now I didn't come here to tell you what I think. I'm here to tell you what I know and will let you do your own thinking. And if I leave you like I found you, I'm not God's man. I don't have God's message. But when this meeting is over, if you came, of course, you'll never be the same again. You can't be the same kind of Christian that you were. And no one can. When the light of God's Word shines in, they're either going to be better off or worse off. Better off if they accept God's Word and walk in the light of it. Worse off if they close their mind to the light of the Word of God. Can you say amen? Well, you might as well say amen.
0: Welcome to Rema for Today. Kenneth E. Hagin wraps up his teaching on how to increase your spiritual effectiveness. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you more about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message.
1: I tell folks sometimes, bless their hearts, some folks are always talking about, you know, moving mountains and turn around and stumble over an anthill and fall down. <laughs> you still out there? Yeah. Hey, Amen. I know, you see, I had to get him straightened out, you know, but yet that's his favorite, you know. You know what happens? A lot of times it's all in folks' head. They're just mentally agreeing and mentally assenting to certain things. Dear friends, when you actually believe God, faith's acting upon God's word. Hallelujah. And holding steady in the time of distress and storm and trial. You see... Our responsibilities. A lot of times we want to put, we say speaking naturally, put the monkey on the other fellow's back. You know, somebody else always to blame. Or speaking naturally, you know, pass the buck. Well, you know, that same thing carries over in the spiritual realm. We want somebody else to assume the responsibility. Somebody else to do it for me. Yeah, well, so I want that soak in. That's reason a stop there, you know. Let that soak in. And then a lot of times I've had them to get mad at me because I couldn't do it for them. You get my healing for me. You get my prayers answered for me. We can carry people sometimes when they're baby Christians and don't know any better, just like you can naturally speaking sometimes. But it's just a whole lot better for folks. To know the authority and the power that's invested in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ belongs to them. Not somebody else but to them. Hallelujah. When you know that it makes a difference. You notice here in the verse that he says these signs shall follow them that believe. If he didn't say these signs shall follow the ministry alone, it will follow the ministry because they do believe. But notice that this is talking about every believer. Go into all the world preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. Now you see, when you know that, you know the authority, you know the power, and we've been teaching here and talking about the power and the authority that's invested in the name of Jesus, and you know that you, every believer, and you as a believer, have the right, have the authority to use that name, then that, that carries a responsibility with it that cannot be ignored. can never be the same kind of Christian that you were in the past. I used to tell people when I went from church to church holding meetings, and I'd stay usually never less than three weeks and then four, five, six, seven, eight, nine weeks in one place, one church, teaching every day, preaching our teaching every night. And I'd tell them to begin with, now I didn't come here to tell you what I think. I'm here to tell you what I know and I'm going to let you do your own thinking. And if I leave you like I found you, I'm not God's man. I don't have God's message. But when this meeting is over, if you came, of course, you'll never be the same again. You can't be the same kind of Christian that you were. And no one can. When the light of God's word shines in, they're either going to be better off or worse off. Better off if they accept God's word and walk in the light of it. Worse off if they close their mind to the light of the word of God. Can you say amen? Amen. Well, you might as well say amen. It's so anyway, whether you say it or whether you don't say it. (laughs) Hallelujah. You see, you need to realize the moment that you are born again, the moment that you are recreated, the moment that you become a new creature in Christ Jesus, you have the authority to use the name of Jesus. You see, Jesus said here in that day, you shall ask me nothing, whatsoever you ask the Father in my name. Now you can approach the Father, any believer can, just as easy as I can. He'll hear you pray just as quick as he hear me pray. He's not my Father any more than He's your Father. He doesn't love me any more than He loves you. And He doesn't love anybody else any more than He loves me. Hallelujah. Amen. And you know something else? The Father God doesn't love Jesus any more than He loves you. He loves you just like He loved Jesus. Did you know that? I heard one outstanding... Radio minister say he wished he could believe that. He knew it's in the Bible, but he couldn't believe it. Thank God I can. That's in John the 17th chapter and 23rd verse. Jesus is praying for the disciple. John the 17th chapter. He said, I in them and thou in me, that they may be made perfect in one, that the world may know that thou hast sent me. Now notice this, thou hast sent me and hast loved them as thou hast loved me. And has loved them as thou hast loved me. Love the world. Love the world. Jesus said, You love the world just as you love me. Oh, glory. I mean, that's enough to set you shouting for the next six weeks. <laughs> Praise God. If you can't find anything else to be thankful about, think about that. He doesn't love Jesus anymore than he loves you. The Father God doesn't. But he loves you just as he loved Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. That name belongs to us. We can use it. Now, most of us have been brought up, and here's where our problem is, to court our weaknesses and failings and to think of our lack of ability. But friends, there are sick and needy ones that don't know that could be helped through that name. There are those that are bound by habits that Satan rules with a merciless hand that could be set free if you'd take your place. Now, I want you to notice, in conclusion, the distinction. We've noticed it again and again, but I'm going to approach it again. The distinction between John 14, 13 and 14, and John 16, 23 and 24. Let's look at them again. And whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If he shall ask anything in my name, I'll do it. Now, that goes along, that's reading, I read it that way. That goes along with Mark 16. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not, I'm reading another trident. And he that disbelieveth shall be condemned. These signs shall accompany them that believe. In my name they shall cast out demons. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents, if they shall drink any deadly thing, it shall no wise hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. The 20th verse says, and they went forth and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them, and confirming the word by the signs that followed. Now then notice carefully the scripture, how this scripture differs here in John 16, 23 and 24, where Jesus said, in that day, Ye shall ask me nothing. Now the translation I'm reading says, in that day you shall not pray to me. Well, that's saying the same thing, isn't it? Verily, verily, I say unto you, if ye shall ask anything of the Father, he will give it you in my name. Ask and ye shall receive that your joy may be full. It's the end of the 24th verse. Now you see, in this scripture here, in John 16, you are praying to the Father in Jesus' name. In your praises and petitions, you come to the Father God in Jesus' name. But in the other scripture, there in John 14, 13 and 14, and in Mark, as we read, you are not praying, but you're using the authority of the name, using the authority of the name to heal the sick, to cast out demons, and to set men and women free. Now, as we pointed out many times, and I want to go over it again, Acts, the third chapter, the first through the tenth verse, gives us an illustration of what I'm talking about. Peter did not pray for this crippled man. But he did say, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. See, he used the authority in that name to minister to him.
0: Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. The first item in this offer is a study guide on the subject of ministry gifts from Kenneth E. Hagan. The next item is the CD set entitled Camp Meeting Classics Volume 4. This set has four different speakers. Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth Hagan, Oral Roberts, and Mark Hankins. Both of these items are for the special price of $25. That's $12.95 off the retail price. Call toll-free. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rhema for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.
2: I want to thank all of you that are helping us to spread the gospel all over the world by being a Rhema partner. You pray for us regularly. You send an offering at least once a month to help us support Rhema. And in fact, we just returned off of a great trip. Yes. The the last part of May and the 1st of June. Yes. And you helped us go there. Uh, one of the testimonies is a lady had, she, she came from another island. For healing. For healing. And she came from a creek to Greece yes. to come to the Athens meeting. And she was there. I remember they were holding her up. Because she had had a stroke. Yes, and couldn't walk. They called the next morning to the Rama office there in Athens and said she was walking on her own. Uh, praise the Lord. And then yes. during the day they were getting call after call after call. Uh, about people that had received their healing. You helped us to do that. And I could give you some other, the trip was great. I could talk about it some more, but we got to get out of here now. That's right. Thank you for being a partner with us and helping us.
0: Monday, Kenneth Hagan will start a new and powerful teaching. That's next week on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Have a great weekend.